Gents, do you want a beautiful girlfriend? Then stop focusing on your career. Hey, I'm Jonathan Roseland, author of Don't Stick Your Dick in a Blender, How to Meet a Nice Girl Instead from a Tantric Husband with a Better Sex Life Than You. So men often tell me, and I do talk to a lot of single men out there about what they're dealing with out in the world, men will often tell me, I'm not really focused on the dating right now. I'm just focusing on my career. And I understand them. Many ambitious and decent men, given the state of the sexual marketplace, choose to just focus on work, their profession, their entrepreneurial projects, the things that they imagine uh, panning out for them in an economical kind of way. They imagine that after a few years of really putting their head to the grindstone, is that the expression, putting the head to the, the grindstone? Yeah, that. After a few years of them doing that, then they'll have the coin with which to status signal. They'll be able to get themselves a fancy apartment, maybe like an apartment with a uh, a waterfall inside. I've actually had two apartments that had uh, waterfalls inside. What up? This is Jonathan. I wanted to uh, take you guys on a tour of my uh, new uh, pad in the Prado building. Right here, this is one of my favorite features. This is a probably seven foot waterfall that's in the uh, entrance. It weighs about 400 pounds. I don't know exactly how tall it is, but I know it's taller than me. So that's one of my favorite features. And those damn things always, always broke. And they were high maintenance too. They demanded like really fancy distilled water in there. So guys, imagine they'll get a fancy apartment, they'll have a shinier new car, they'll have uh, really fly clothes, and then once they got themselves all put together as this uh, economically attractive package, then their dream girl will appear. And the dream girl, she will just swoon at the sight of all their cool shit and they'll have great hot sex together and then they'll just live happily ever after. And I understand why guys think it might work out that way for them. If you go back, if you go way back about 10 generations and you think about your male ancestors from the past dealing with that that brutal hard barbarian life that they had to deal with those guys were just about guaranteed a beautiful maiden if they worked really hard in life struggled against the brutality of life and dominated other men and that past that evolutionary psychology instills 
this notion in you that your hard work and struggle against the world, your projects to build something meaningful will result in a beautiful woman by your side and in your bed. But that world is gone and things don't quite work between the sexes the way that they used to. Unless you're going to be a musician in a band or a model photographer working really hard with uh, just mountains of devotion in your career, that is not necessarily going to result and unlock access for you to the most beautiful and desirable women. In fact, in a lot of ways, it could work against you. While you're working your ass off in college to attain a valuable STEM degree, you pass up the chance to date cute college girls. You get that high-paying dream job, but you're working so hard that you're exhausted by the end of the day. You barely have the energy to go to the gym, much less get out of the house to meet and date women. While you're slaving away nights and weekends on your computer, working on your internet, business, book, or entrepreneurial project, you sacrifice having a normal social life. Your career demands 50 to 70 hours a week of your myopic focus on logical problem-solving tasks. And when you finally get the chance to talk to a pretty young lady, you're stuck in Vulcan mode. You fail to banter with and tease her. You run out of things to say, and she walks right on out of your life. Well, it's been really nice meeting you, but there's somewhere I really need to be. See ya. And just like that, she walks right out of your life. Opportunity lost. While ambition is an admirable trait that you should hold on to, too many men tell themselves, I'm going to focus on my career right now, and I'll worry about dating in the future. And they tell themselves this as an excuse to procrastinate on the grand yet intimidating adventure of courtship, romance, and seduction. If you wait until you've reached some state of economic comfort before pursuing the kinds of women that you want, you may very well be waiting a long, long time, perhaps forever. If you haven't noticed, the economy everywhere is epically foobard. Isn't it time to stop using your hopes for your career as an excuse to procrastinate and put off pursuing and getting the kind of woman you want 
in your life. In my life, I've never been a millionaire, but I have had some times when my hard work really paid off. So that's one of my favorite features. Here is the uh, kitchen. Got some good looking countertops going on. Here's the uh, dining room. Got the laptop set up right now. Listening to a little bit of top flight. Here's the view out of there. This is the uh, living room right here. So you can see it's immaculately furnished. Got a bottle of 12-year-old brandy down there. I'm not kidding. Check this out. This is actually... Look at that right there. 1999. That's good stuff right there. Best to uh, be savored with a cigar. Here is one of the nicest patios in Denver. You can see this is a 14th floor view of the mountains, front range, and then we can see downtown some also. And I've got this set up out here so that we can eat outside with the lamps on. Really gorgeous view of the mountains right now. I could afford nice clothes, a nice car, a dope bachelor pad downtown, and $14 cocktails at swanky bars and clubs. I've also been broke and could barely afford an embarrassing, crappy apartment, and it didn't make any difference to my dating life. Unless you are so dead broke that you can't afford a roof over your head or food on the table, your bankroll or your relative career success is just not going to make a very big difference in whether or not women reject you. It was recently reported that football star Tom Brady and supermodel Giselle Bündchen called divorce lawyers. While this may be tragic, it also is going to be expensive. You see these celebrity scandals all the time with some rich, famous guy that marries a beautiful woman. And then years later, she heartlessly betrays him, divorces him, and gets a bunch of his money. This should teach you something. You don't want to be in a relationship, or any kind of serious relationship, with a woman who loves you because of your financial success. Hi, I'm Plenty. But of course you are. Plenty O'Toole. Named after your father, perhaps. Would you like some help? On the craps, I mean. It's very kind of you. You want a woman who's willing to throw the dice and make a bet that you'll end up a successful man who can provide a good life for her. 
drop this limiting belief that you need to be rich or successful to get a beautiful girlfriend. How many times have you seen very attractive women with boyfriends who were economically very average but cool guys? I've seen a lot of those. When I met my wife, I wasn't economically a great catch. I was staying in a cheapo hotel and I couldn't afford a lot of fancy dinners or luxurious vacations. And instead of uh, giving her a bunch of gifts, taking her to the mall, what I actually did was ask her to borrow money from time to time, which is uh, counterintuitive. But if you borrow money from a woman you are dating, she's not going to be very flaky. In fact, she's going to be real prompt about answering your text messages and your calls, and she'll be happy to meet back up with you. My wife fell in love with and married me because of attraction factors that are more important than money. Now, while the rest of the world is cowering in fear of World War III, economic catastrophe, or the next pandemic, we are optimistically looking forward to becoming parents together. In the USA, I would need a small fortune of savings to afford the healthcare uh, prices of having a child. And this is part of the reason why I cho chose a woman and chose to live in her country in one of the few countries in the world that actually has very high quality, affordable healthcare. And this young decade for me, as it has been for a lot of people, it's been kind of crappy uh, financially. Money has not fallen from the heavens over here. Yet, my wife and I have argued about money. Oh boy, I'm trying to think of the last time we argued about money. I can't come up with any. I, I don't know. It's been maybe years since we had a serious argument about Money, it's just not that big of a deal for us because the foundation of our relationship is not economical. And when times are a little bit thin, we will happily do our date nights together at home. It's actually a lot of fun. We uh, get dressed up at home. We make our, our dining room table look a little bit fancier than usual, and then we get dressed up, and she uh, cooks something succulent and amazing, which I always enjoy. Shout out to all my bachelors out there, ordering your takeout food and thinking you're fancy, spending your 12 bucks on a meal. Look at this salmon my wife just made me. <laughs> Looks awesome, babe. And then I come up with a role play scenario, and we pretend to be other people, and it is a ton of fun, and saves a lot of money. Maybe a symphony is just endemic to the psychology and would have it one way or another, but um, it's a lot worse. It's a lot worse well, because I of the streaming. Well, I think that it's 
completely up to the ratio of supply and demand. Oh, beauty and brains. Beauty and brains on this one. Thinking, thinking in terms of economics, because the economics underlie, they really do underlie everything. If that all sounds awesome, you're going to want to read or perhaps listen to the audiobook version of Don't Stick Your Dick in a Blender, How to Meet a Nice Girl Instead from a Tantric Husband with a Better Sex Life Than You. And this is my deep dive book on the topic of dating, courtship, and romance in modernity. And it breaks down a bunch of advanced social dynamics strategies for courting, meeting, seducing, and ultimately winning the heart of a good woman who you won't have to impress with money. So if this has been a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry guys that I've taken this procrastination thing away from you because I know it is a convenient excuse. You see a really pretty lady strolling down the boulevard, or you get introduced to someone who's really attractive, and maybe there's a little bit of uh, mutual attraction there. Maybe there's just a little bit of chemistry there, but you lack the boldness to follow through there, and you say to yourself, Oh, well, I'm just focusing on my career at this time. In the future, once I've got all that fancy stuff that I think is going to make me more attractive, then, then I'll go after the ladies like that. And then I'll really be, then I'll really be killing it. Then I'll, uh, I don't know, I'll have all those women that I want, or I'll be able to get the one woman that I really want, or I'll be able to get married finally to the kind of person that I really want to like, and then be a good provider, <laughs> provider to that. And sorry, that excuse, ah, that excuse is just not a real valid one. Your material and economic success at least at this point in uh, at this stage of societal collapse and civilization that we're in it doesn't make that big of a difference at this point so you're better off to say adasas fortuna huvat fortune favors the bold and go out there and try to meet uh the most beautiful person that you can and then <laughs> like i said ask her for a loan for a little bit of money and she's not going to be so flaky. I've been watching these uh, documentary episodes that are put out by the Social Catfish channel, which I'm going to link to. You're going to want to check this out. And this is a channel that's all about these romance scammers from Nigeria. And what they do is they go on dating websites, uh, Tinder, all the dating websites you can think about, along with the mainstream social media. And they begin these online romances with people, men and women. But there's a lot of cases of uh, women who they approach portraying themselves as an attractive man. 
And what they do is they just, they create a little bit of romance with their messaging and then they just start asking for loans of money. And then the women become super consistent in their emotional investment and their response to the relationship and these heartless Nigerian scammers get away with all their money. It's pretty awful, but it reveals quite the psychological hack for, shall we say, non-flakiness, which I know a lot of you struggle with. So I do hope that you read my book. It's a long book, so there may be certain chapters that you want to read and then go back to the jump around a little bit as you need to. And I look forward to hearing from you about your successes and failures. Maybe I'll have some insight that I can address. I'm Jonathan, looking forward to a continued conversation with you.